Welcome to Shonen Trash, where we watch an anime series each week and decide if it's worth your time so you don't have to. I'm Shining Fingerer, Vincent Perez. And I'm Black Joker, Kevin Bobbitt. This week, we are discussing the first few episodes of the finger-burning giant robot fighting space opera Mobile Fighter G Gundam. G Gundam! Also, Lauren will not be joining us this week. She is currently in cosplay hell. Um, that Comic Crunch. Is- yeah, she's uh she's grinding to get some stuff done for C two E two next weekend. So, sorry, it's just gonna be me and Kevin. Oh well. <laughs> oh um. well. <laughs> just that's it. It's just us. Sorry. They'll be, they'll be fine. It's all right. Uh, Vince, what have you been up to this week? Since this, this I mean, you can just this week, I've just been working. It's Easter. Today's Easter. Today's Easter. You guys will be getting this Tuesday, but it's Easter. Um, I haven't really done shit this week. Uh, I got back into Overwatch with the new uh, the new update or whatever. It's so good. It's so good. It's pretty great. We, I'm enjoying been, it. You and I have been crushing that real hard. It's kind of nice to be playing it again. Uh, I need to get my level up because everyone is a lot higher than I am. <laughs> so if well, you, you want to play, you playing like super early oh, on. God, I, I stopped playing because then like I started playing other stuff and then Titanfall took over my life. So. Yep. But uh, if anybody out there wants to play with me and has a PS4, my uh, PSN is PP Adventure. I could God. use more people to play with. That'd be cool. PP Adventure, Jesus PP Christ. Adventure. <laughs> Shining Finger PP Adventure. <laughs> How's your week, Kev? What have you been up to? Uh, my week's been alright. I haven't done too much. I'm playing a an ass ton of Persona Five. <laughs> yeah. No. Like every like every time I'm text you or anything you're just like yep persona yep. persona yep, yep. finishes boss battle persona dude uh, i'm i think i'm at like that like the halfway point in the game now like i've got all the party members you're just so, at the halfway point yes and i'm ha- 60 hours in have you been grinding on the fucking side quests uh yeah okay that'll do trying it. to max out some social links really early because if you like you get items when you finish a social when you finish when you finish a social link you get items that carry over to the next game huh uh, so like if I'll do like uh, cause I'm, I'm gonna end up doing new game plus on like hard mode or something uh, but like a lot of your stuff carries over to new game plus except like you get to keep all your social stats like your kindness and all that shit like that you keep all your money and you keep your equipment but you don't keep your level huh so it's like uh, it's like fucking playing Dark Souls you get to keep all your shit but you don't get to keep any well, of your all your regular items are gone but your key items you get at the end of the game stay okay uh, but they make it super easy, like, like, New Game Plus, like, you can pretty much max out every social link in New Game Plus, uh, if you max out your social stats in, like, your base game. So, I'm huh. just trying to, I'm trying to do that now, and then next game, I'm just fucking tear through it. <laughs> I need to, I need to play some Persona, it's but so we still haven't good. finished Mass Effect, and now I'm playing Overwatch again, so I need to be more solid with my gaming. Yeah, I need to get, I haven't been like I need to like get back to streaming because I was streaming for a while. Then Persona came on. I was like, nope, I'm gonna stop streaming while I play Fuck Persona this. for a I'm while. I'm playing this shit. I don't even Because Atlas did the dumb bullshit. It was like, oh, you can't stream from the PS4 with for Persona because we don't want you this bullshit and we don't want you to stream it. Period. People have still been streaming it. My buddy, my That's buddy so streamed. Dumb. My buddy streamed his entire first playthrough and finished it Friday, uh, with no issues. And now he's he's streaming New Game Plus. Okay, so. Like, it, it but, obviously doesn't matter. But it's pretty big, much channel, it is. big channels and stuff like nobody's been posting YouTube videos. That's the one thing nobody's done is post YouTube videos. But people have been, people have been streaming because like 
what the fuck are they gonna do? Like, they can literally just like, they. The thing is, because I did I did review writing for a while, and Atlas USA wants you to do videos and stuff. Like, they fight for us to do videos because I knew people that worked at Atlas. Well, like it's fucking Atlas. It's, like it's they're Atlas, known it's for com- making it's niche from games. Atlas, it's coming from Atlas Japan. That's the yeah. issue. Atlas Japan doesn't want you to do jack shit. Atlas America's like, yeah, do it. But because Atlas Japan says so, Atlas America can't go against that. But it's uh, Japan doesn't know shit any, no. about anything outside of Japan, though. But so like they they sent out like a big thing because everybody was like, why is streaming blocked in the system? Blah blah blah. Um, and like even in the in the thing, Atlas Atlas USA was like. Because we got this message from the higher ups at Alice Japan, there's nothing we can do about it, so you can't do it. So you you can see from the message that like Alice USA is like, it's yeah, we want like you to a, do it. Sorry, guys. Yeah, it's like we want you to do it, but literally we can't. Like you you know, That's but people people a ton tons of huge channels have been streaming it, so they don't give a shit. So it's That's whatever. dumb. That's a bunch of dumb. If you want people to look at your stuff, you might want to like word of mouth it, you know? Like, Cause, like that's pretty it's, much. It's, what... it's funny because I, I I watch my buddies play through. I don't care if the game got spoiled for me. I really didn't give a shit because I was gonna play it anyway. Yeah. Uh, and like there are people that were in the stream that were like, "I'm gonna buy this game because I watched you play it. Like it looks really fun. Like I didn't yeah. know what Persona was, but I'm gonna buy this because it looks really fun." I mean, Persona is still a really like even though it's like super popular in the nerd community, it's still a really niche kind of RPG. That not a lot of people are aware of. Right. Well, they are now because of what happened with Atlas. And, and the fact that this game is sold very well. Which is like, good. That means they'll make more. Well. Yeah. So. So, uh, so let's move into the news for the week. Let's get back to well, anime. Well, uh, we've got anime news. Uh, so Crunchyroll is going to stream The Reflection, an anime from Stan Lee, Studio Dean, and Hiroshi Nagahama. So I, I saw the trailer for this. I saw it on Twitter, and they didn't say what this was. Uh, they're uh-huh. like coming this summer to Crunchyroll, and excuse me. Um, I checked the 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 trailer because I thought it was going to be for his for his old manga that he did called Ultima or something like that. Yeah, because it was a manga Stanley was involved in called Ultima, and I was like, oh, this is going to be an anime for that. That'd be really cool. But this is like some. It's it looks like it's My Hero Academia, but like. Marvelized, but but my hero academia is already kind of like marvelized. Exactly. So I'm trying. To, I don't know what the fuck this is gonna be because it's about a group of heroes and a whole bunch of villains. I'm like, is this gonna be some Avengers type of thing or what the fuck is this? I don't know how I feel about it. I, don't I guess either. we'll see. I guess we'll see how it goes. Maybe because we'll review it. I don't, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I guess. Uh, what else? Uh. Manga magazine Koro Koro Comic, which most people just call it Koro Koro, celebrates its 40th anniversary. Which Koro is Koro! Crazy. For um, people don't know what, what Koro Koro is. Um, Koro Koro is where like a lot of anime and manga spawned from way back in the day. Uh, they release like comics. Uh, if you're into Pokemon, that's where they like. If you ever see like the scans from like the magazines where they release new Pokemon stuff, that it comes from Koro Koro because that's where all the new information comes from. Because uh, Pokemon's like a kids thing in Japan, so of course they're gonna put in the kids magazine, which this magazine is geared towards little kids, like elementary school kids. Yeah. Uh, this gotta is get, like, this gotta is get like, them hooked on them toys. This is like the step before you get to like Shonen Jump, pretty much. For for Japan. 
Also, to segue from that, uh, they have a they show off the cover in the uh, the article, and they're showing that there's a scratch off contest offering the chance to win Beyblade toys. And then I had to question Kevin as to whether Beyblade <laughs> was still a thing. And apparently, Beyblade is still a thing. I didn't know that. Yeah, I I worked. We we well, we both worked at Toys R Us at different times. Uh, but uh, Beyblade's been a thing since I've since I was a kid. Like the toys were out. But then working there, like. I was surprised how popular the toys were because, like, people were buying that shit up like it was nothing. And then, like, I think two years ago, uh, it got to a point where there was no anime series going on, so there were no toys in production. And the parents would come up every day and be like, do you guys not have Beyblades anymore? Where's Where's Beyblades? And I'd have to somehow explain to some mother, be like, there's no anime going on right now, so they're not making the toys. Sorry, ma'am. There's no fucking I, toys. I, I literally told I, I told one lady I was I was like when your kid gets excited about the cartoon again when your kid starts watching the cartoon then you'll know that there's toys back in the store. Oh god! So then I was I also said to Kevin after checking Amazon because I can order Beyblades for like six dollars <laughs> with Prime maybe we should buy some Beyblades and have a jam. Play some play some Beyblades when I come up there. Jesus. Uh, Holy shit. Up next in the news, Haikyuu celebrates its fifth anniversary with a jump cover and color page. Uh, it's been five years since we watched the little uh, volleyball boys go well, at it. Like seven days, actually. Well, yeah, but <laughs> but the manga's been going for five years. They're actually jumping into a very big arc, which I don't want to spoil for anybody who's unaware as to what's going on in the manga right now. But it's very good, and uh, the color page looks really cool, and it features all of our cute, cute boys. So yeah, check it out. Five years of Haikyuu. Um, oh. So speaking of Koro Koro, there's actually a new Splatoon manga coming to Koro Koro. Um, which is interesting because like there's, of course there's fan stuff out for, for Splatoon, like, like comic-wise and everything. But now they're doing an official manga for it, which is awesome. Uh, and it's supposed to cover, like, the story of, the story mode, I guess, of Splatoon 2. Um, and people who don't know what Splatoon is, it's like, it's a, it's a, th- uh, third, it's, it's, a third, it's a third person shooter on, it was, the original one was on the Wii U, the new one's coming out for the Switch, uh, and you play as Squid Kids. It's, it's, it's really fun, it's Are they weird. kids or are they squids, though? That's, that's the ultimate question of that right there. Uh, it's fun though. Um, if I had a Switch, I would probably, I would definitely pick it up. Uh, it's probably Nintendo's first successful foray into any kind of shooter. Oh god, yeah. Uh, especially for like this was this was a new IP last year, year, yeah, last year, two years ago, whenever the whenever the first one came out, and it it went fantastic. Like they were constantly updating it. There was constantly events like every weekend in the game where you could like get exclusive gear and shit. Uh, they they did really well with this game, so hopefully we see a lot of good content coming from Splatoon two, uh, especially the fact that now it's on a, a portable. So like, I want to see what they're gonna do with that. Yeah, I kind of need a switch. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I need one real bad. Uh, if anybody wants to wants to buy wants to if anybody wants to send me money to buy a switch, anybody wants to donate um, donate switches my to us, my PayPal goes to my email address. Uh, kevbobbit at gmail.com so if you want to buy me a switch just send me $300 to my paypal account and you'll know it got put to good use uh, I would use it for nefarious purposes uh, in public 
I'm just going to leave it at that. So if you want me to record some cool stuff in public with a Switch, you should buy me a Switch. Uh, what's our last bit of news this week? Uh, we have online cl- cosplay platform Cosplayers.Global officially launched in 10 languages. So another social media platform for cosplayers to kind of like struggle to get it noticed and um, talk shit about <laughs> other cosplayers. Pretty yeah. much. Cool. Uh, apparently this is this is actually run by the Cosplay Summit, which, I mean, that makes it kind of worse. Um, so I don't elitism know. I have... of the ass. Yeah, I have, like, there's there's parts of cosplay that I really enjoy and I think is cool. And there's a lot of cosplay that I think is really shitty because a lot of shitty people come out of it. Because they want to be cosplay famous and just, like, it's... Who cares? You're supposed the thing to that's hilarious out with people. is that people are taking it way too seriously when... You, if you take a step back and look at it, you're dressing up as fucking cartoon characters and video game characters. And you're arguing with people about it on the internet. Like, ch- yeah. chill out. It's not that big a deal. No. It's fucking costumes and shit. So that's my two cents about the costume community. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, I mean, that's <laughs> definitely, like, I don't, I don't, like, for, 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 for the longest time, I've seen it from, like, the outside in. Um, just because, like, I have you and Lauren and a whole bunch of other friends that cosplay and everything. And then, like, I always see all the drama. I'm like, man, this is really fucking dumb. But dumb. then, like, I'm, I'm working on a cosplay now. And it's like, this is fun to just, like, work on it and, like, be, like, want to get into character and, and stuff like that. Like, that's, that part of the cosplay is, like, really fun to me. But that's all the my drama shit, part. I don't give a fuck. I don't need that. I already have enough drama in my life. I don't want to argue <laughs> about costumes and shit with people. And you shouldn't really want to either. It's dumb. You're an adult. Grow the fuck up. <laughs> this is all true. This is all very true. Okay, so let's get into the meat, the meat and potatoes this week. Uh, you want to read the description? Gundams. Yeah, I'll, read the... I'll read the description for this one. Okay. Uh, in the year FC... F- in the... Oh, wow, fuck that up already. In the year <laughs> FC60, much of mankind inhabits space colonies which orbit the Earth. Dominance over the colonies is decided once every four years by a large tournament in which each nation sends a single representative to fight the others with a giant robot called a Gundam. Domon Kashu is selected to represent Neo Japan in one of these tournaments, but he fights less to ensure his nation's victory than to find his brother, who has been blamed for the death of Domon's parents and the disappearance of a da- very dangerous weapon known as the Dark Gundam or Devil Gundam, depending on which version of the show you're watching. So we got some... That's a good, that's a good summary. It's probably even one of the best summaries we've had for the show. But at the same time, within the five episodes that we watched this week... We don't even know that last part. Actually, you find that last part out in the preview for the next episode. Yeah. So, he's looking for his brother, uh, and that's pretty much the the basis of the character that we get for Domon so far. Yep. Uh, first impressions. Uh, I'm already really familiar with the series. I am too. Kevin is as well. Uh, I will hands down say that this is my favorite Gundam series. Same, um, same here. I'm, I'm, I'm right there. Look, this, this is the thing. Uh, it's Easter. Lauren's <laughs> not here. We had nothing scheduled. I wanted to watch something really fucking dumb that I really enjoyed. Uh, so this is what we got. <laughs> I mean, okay, so G Gundam. And they just is added probably... all this to Crunchyroll, except for not the dub. They got the uh, sub. What's the sub? No, is I watched awful. the dub. I, I watched the dub for this. I, I've seen the sub once. I do not like the voices in the sub. The sub throws me off. I don't like it. 
Dumbo sounds like a little girl. I don't like it. <laughs> Rather than a whiny man in the the dub. But like, at least I could hear him like do his little speech before he does the fucking shiny <sighs> right. finger. Okay, so let's let's get into some some factoids and history of this. So this is also known as Mobile Fighting Legend G Gundam in Japan. Uh, it is the first Gundam to be part of the timeline separate from the Universal Century timeline, which is, like, the main overarching timeline of Gundam. So, like, uh, starting from, like, original Gundam and most everything else, like, this is, the, this is like, the first one that deviates. Yeah. So, this is, uh, this has also spawned a six manga series, a light novel, four soundtracks, three video games, and countless... Gundam models. So okay, so you brought up the three video games. There's been more than three video. Well, it's there. I think I believe there's three G Gundam video games. Yeah, there's three. But specific all the G ones Gundam for characters G-Gundam. are in a billion other video games. Because who doesn't want to play as these awesome iconic Gundams? Well, because they have like the Gundam Dynasty Warriors and shit like that. You can play as like almost all of these Gundams. Well, at least like the main five. Uh, yeah. In all of those games, which is like the best. Like when when I think the first Gundam Dynasty Warriors that came out here. I had it, and as soon as I got the uh, Shining Gundam, that's all I used for the rest of the game. I didn't give a You're shit like, about this is my else. Gundam. I have to use this one. Exactly. Because they did voice clips when you did stuff. <laughs> so, like, I'm running around the battlefield just, like, burning oh, finger and just running around just destroying people. <laughs> uh, also, another last factoid for this guy, for this series. Uh, it was widely panned by most critics upon release for straying too far from usual Gundam convention. So, uh, a lot of people didn't like it. I mean, this this show spawn like the show deviated from like all like like there's drama and stuff in this and there's this it's it's, it's politically based because it's about like what country is going to rule all these colonies pretty much that's the basis yeah. for this thing. But which like, which one is going to win the Gundam Olympics? But like this show is so much it's just about fighting and it's just about like it's about like it, it's it's a, it's a weird story about like fighting and romance and about it's a like battle anime stuff like that. But like. That all this is is fighting, which is great because like so much of G Gundam is just them fucking talking, and I'm not, not G Gundam, Gundam Wing is so much of them just talking. And I don't give a shit. I just want to watch. Like literally half of this anime is them at a tournament and just fighting every episode. Yeah, that's it. But it's so it's so good though. <laughs> it's so good. I don't know why people didn't like this. It's like I understand. I understand like when when we got it here, it was really cheesy because the voice acting is not great. <laughs> But this show is oh, still God. good. The voice acting is probably one of my favorite things about it's, it because right? it's so bad. But like, <clears throat> it's it's like, it's like old '90s cheesy voice acting. Who, like, that's fantastic. Oh, it's so good though. I know Lauren hated it. She was like, "This is not." She was like, "This does not hold up well at all." And I was just no. like, "This is everything that I remembered, and I love it that much more." Because I of it. was ecstatic watching this. Like, I. I watched more than these five episodes for this show, but like, because I was, I was trying to watch this and Haikyuu this week, because I'm still trying uh-huh. to watch more Haikyuu. Uh, but this was so good. Like, I was like, I could just sit and watch this. I could watch this whole anime series right now. Yeah. Um, so, a little bit more history. It was made to com- commemorate the 15th anniversary of Gundam to reboot its waning popularity. Um, sponsors pushed for the sale of more toys, which led to the creation of the series, which was aimed at younger viewers and was conceptually a lot less serious in order to sell more toys. So, this series I was supposed to be... I have so many Gundam models. 
It was a revitalization of the Gundam franchise because they weren't selling enough toys. So they're like, oh, what do we need to appeal? We're trying to make some money. We're trying to make some money. What do we need to to appeal to more kids? It's kind of like when Beast Wars came out and then everybody wanted to fucking buy up the Beast Wars Transformers. This is the same thing that Beast Wars was made for because Beast Wars was made to make more toys. Yeah. So more toys... Uh, there were four versions of Optimus Prime in the Beast Wars cartoon. Oh God, that was made I had, toys. I had so many of those fucking Beast Wars. So that's all that Gundam is. Is pretty much Gundam exists strictly to sell robots. Well, G Gundam, G Gundam is what spawned the the big sale of toys. Like, like if if you go to like a comic shop now, or like a model shop, you will see a billion things of Gundam models or like Gunpla is what it's called. Uh, I love I love them. I miss but, I miss building them. A buddy of mine like faithfully builds builds Gundam models. He like hand paints them and everything. I mean, it's a fun hobby. It's a it's an awesome hobby. Uh, I I want to find some old like models from like Gundams that I really liked and like rebuild those so I can keep those somewhere in my room because like I don't have a whole bunch of figures and shit, but like I would love to have some Gundam ones. All right, so there's a little bit of the production history I want to get into just because it's it's fun to discuss. Uh, it's directed by Yasuhiro Imagawa, who uh, he's worked on and written for quite a lot of anime series, a lot of them being Gundam, uh, mm. since 1981. Uh, a lot of the development in regards to the storyline and the character development seemed a lot, a little blasphemous to the to the Sunrise staff. This show um, is so racist. Because it, yeah, because this whole series is kind of fucked up and stereotypical. Uh, <laughs> but as the designs for the Gundams themselves and the toys progressed, they became more supportive of the changes. So after they designed these Gundams, they're like, yeah, no, this is cool. I'm okay with this now. Um, and then by the end of production, the director, Imagawa, considered it meaningless to compare G Gundam to other parts of the franchise and disregarded the concept of a conventional Gundam series. He's quoted as saying, this is my Gundam, and I've made a Gundam that I can be proud of. So, hold on, hold on. So, I wonder if this, if this is why, like... The thing, this is my Gundam. I, I wonder if this, because, like, the winner of the Gundam fight is is proclaimed the Gundam of the Gundam of Gundams. So is that, like, yeah. the little connection right there? I, I guess. I don't know. But, I don't know. Like, it, I'm, I'm, I'm glad they made a series that wasn't, like, super connected to, like, everything else. I, I do I do enjoy that, and that's the main reason I, I like G Gundam so much, is because it kind of, it strays from the usual kind of Gundam formula. Uh-huh. Also, the ma- one of the main things that I like about G Gundam is it has the mobile trace system, which is the official name for it, and it's yeah. the way that the pilots control the Gundams, which I always felt, personally, that Gundams should be controlled like they do in G Gundam. Yes. I hate that, I hate that they sat in cockpits. Yeah, they're and, like, in cockpits and they're pulling, like, they're pushing levers forward. Like, 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 they they're, these... like they're driving a Megazord. No. Yeah, you're no. a giant human-shaped robot. You should be moving your body to move this thing. You should be, like, wired in like Escaflone. It's like Escaflone where you're wired in and you have to fucking use your body to control this fucking thing. Except now you're in a skin-tight-ass suit. No, skin-tight-ass. That looks really painful to get on, apparently. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it, I guess it connects to your nerves and stuff, because, like, when when he fought uh, Chibity, he broke his arm when he broke, like, when he, yeah. when he busted up his, his, his Gundam's arm. Uh, so, I was looking into this a bit more, just because... I know, I, I sent this... you a great gift earlier. From, oh, God, uh, it was good. From, from Reg- regular, regular Show, show. Did, a, did a parody episode where they parody, like, G Gundam, Voltron, and, and Ava, and there's a scene where one of the characters actually goes into the... 
the Gundam chase system. And it's like exactly like Domo oh, getting God. inside of the fucking burning Gundam. Getting his little latex suit put on. Getting his condom body condom put on. Pretty much. So I wanted to talk a little bit more about the the designers of G Gundam. And um, there's there's five people they listed as the primary character and uh, mechanical designers. Um, the first one is Hiroshi Osaka, yeah. who is the co-founder of Bone Studio. He's also worked on Wolf's Rain, Fushigi Yugi, and Fullmetal Alchemist. Uh, Kunio Okawara, who has worked on Gundam Wing, 8th MS Team, Gundam Seed. He also designed Shining Gundam, uh, Wing Gundam from, uh, from Gundam Wing, and the God Gundam from uh, G Gundam. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Hajime Katsuki, who's worked on every fucking Gundam ever. Uh, he, did the, he did the redesigns for all of Endless Waltz. And he also designed the really, really popular Tall Geese models from Gundam Wing. Oh, my God. Um, we also have uh, Kazuhiko Shimamoto, who I really didn't look into a whole lot, but he, I know he's worked on a bunch of Gundam stuff. And then uh, Kimitoshi Yamane, who also did the mechanical design for Escaflone and Cowboy Bebop. So, we have these really, really cool fucking robot designers and shit have made some iconic robot designs. And then we get the most racist fucking Gundams ever in G Gundam. <laughs> like, these guys are like... These guys are profound, profoundly talented robot designers, and they gave us so, the okay. so craziest this is, this is, Gundams ever. This is my thing, and I, I understand, I understand, like from a design point, why they did some of this stuff, but also this stuff is really racist. <laughs> <laughs> so, like each each Gundam is supposed to represent its country, which I get. Like the the Neo France. Uh, is like is is fucking uh, Napoleon. It looks like Napoleon, uh, which the, I'm surprised the... they didn't give him like a fucking beret, a mustache, and a croissant or a baguette. Like the Neo America one is based off of a boxer. Like he, a boxer, he's, he's, he's a, surfer, a boxer, football player, boxer, football surfer. Yeah, uh, which I mean, like for that time period in America, that's kind of like okay, yeah, I, I get it. Uh, and then we have. Mexico, it's Gundam. Gundam tequila the, Gundam? The tequila, tequila Gundam. Which who has is a poncho. A, a poncho and a sombrero. He has a robot poncho, a sombrero, and a robot mustache. Which, which, <laughs> when you think about it, someone had to make that. Someone oh. had... So there was a guy who welded a fucking robot mustache <laughs> to put on a Gundam. There's, uh, there's Neo-Africa, which was uh, uh, a Gundam with a speed. <laughs> <laughs> and a zebra pelt on it. <laughs> wasn't it? Was it Zebra Gundam? Wasn't it yeah. called Zebra Gundam? I don't, I don't know. Uh, which which one was? There's this one I don't remember. Oh, which, Holland! It's Holland Gundam. It's a Holland. <laughs> you know exactly the one. I, I know exactly what you're talking about because it tra- <laughs> Holland Holland Gundam transforms into a fucking windmill. <laughs> it can fly with the fucking windmill on the. Front it can of fly it. with a fucking windmill. It transforms into a windmill. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Oh. And it's so bad at the same time. Holy shit, there's so many fucking bad designs, but they're amazingly terrible. And that's a big reason why I love this series. Again, like, we've, we've, oh, listed, God. Like, we've listed, like, maybe six Gundams. Out of all the Gundams they made for all the countries. There's a lot. Like, there... realize how many toys this thing made. <laughs> oh, God. I wish, I wish, I don't know if I can find a tequila Gundam. But I really, 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 oh, really want to try I'm to find sure one now. you could probably find one. I hope there's like a master grade one. That would be amazing. Oh my god. Okay, so let's let's talk about the episodes a little bit. Um, uh, I well, wrote up some summaries well, for the episodes. Do you, do you want to run down the characters that we meet first in these five episodes? You would just um, I think we can... Yeah, let's do the characters first, yeah. 
So uh, our main character is Domon Kashu. Um, for my notes for him, I have him down as an emo shit dick, uh, but he's a really good fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, we he's have the, he's what is the the king of hearts or whatever. He's the king of hearts, which we know nothing about right now. Yeah. Uh, we, he's also we, we, we the, see we see the the emblem on his hand a couple times in this few episodes, but that's it. That's all hand, we know. His hand lights up. Yeah, uh, and he is the fighter for Neo Japan. Uh, we have Michelo Chariot, who is Neo Italy's crazy fucking asshole Gundam fighter. Uh, he's obviously crazy. Uh, he kidnaps a little girl. Uh, we have Rain Mikamura, who is the babest of the babes. Uh, she's Domon's Definitely. mechanic. That's that's Bay right there. Yeah, uh, she's also way too good for Domon. Uh, we have Chibity Crockett, who is God, the, the all-American all-American bad motherfucker, who is the pilot for Neo America. Um, Chibity Crockett is the dumbest name the dumbest ever, ever. In, in, in any anime I've ever seen ever. Uh, and then we have Sai Sai Chi, who uh, reminds me of a dude version of Sasami from Tenchi. <laughs> and those are the characters. We'll go a little bit more in depth when we uh, go through the episodes. But uh, let's get started on the episodes. Episode 1. Domon pops up in Italy, fucks up some thugs who are about to rob some kids, gets his face smashed in a pizza by a cop, Rail, Rain bails him out, he rips up his passport, kids thank Domon for keeping them from getting curb stomped, they hide out in the castle, little girl gets kidnapped by Michelo Chariot and his fucking Gundam, and then Domon fucks him up and the cop gives him a pizza. Italy. Yeah, so it's weird because I didn't remember this actually being Neo-Italy when I first yeah. watched this. I didn't. I didn't click for me until they re- they talked about him being the pilot for Neo Italy, and then I went, "Oh, that's why the cop smashed his face in a pizza." Right. <laughs> and then the cop gives him a pizza at the end. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Oh um, no, that was really weird. This this as a whole, like for an intro episode to this anime, was it was like there was way too much going on. And I was really confused at first. Like, if I if I didn't know anything about the series, and I went in like, and watched this, and be like, okay, what what the fuck just happened? Because at least in the second episode, we get the commentator who explains all some shit. I mean, at least the, the one thing the first episode does is give us a bit into like Domon's actual character, where uh, where like his entire motivation is I'm looking for my brother. Well, I mean, we, have we, you seen we, this man? We see that. Um, but we also, like, kind of learn, like, that he's, like, he's, I try to be a hard-ass, but I'm really, like, a softy, like, when it comes to really me being a, a, a person, you know what I mean? I'll, I'll pretend like I'm a hard-ass, but I'll save some little girls. Like, he, like, he didn't need to, like, save the, he really didn't need to fucking save those kids, but, like, he's, like, he's a good person, so he was, like, I'm actually gonna save these kids, like, that's, you know, that's the right thing to do. He reminds me of, uh, of Hero from Wing. Yeah. Where he's kind of an asshole, but he's all in all a pretty cool guy. So uh, let's go into uh, episode two. Uh, we have uh, the commentator with an eye patch explains some the shit. The commentator is like one of my favorite characters in this show. The commentator is amazing. He's great. Uh, we meet Chibity Crockett, the coolest fucking American ex- in existence. Uh, Who Domon... is the queen of the spade, <laughs> which oh, is God. great. Uh, Domo knocks out a black dude, sneaks into a boxing fight with Crockett, sucker punches his ass and challenges him to a Gundam fight in the middle of this arena. Yeah. Uh, we find out Chibity is essentially Aladdin, mm-hmm. uh, who he used to be broke and steal bread and run from the cops. Uh, him and Domon straight up murder some guys. Domon uses his usual tactic of distracting someone during the fight by spamming their screens with a picture of his brother, and then lets Chibity off in a draw. 
Yeah. So, this yeah. episode was, I mean, uh, where we're started, we're introduced to, like, another main character, like, a character that's, like, like, it, it's, so the thing with the, with these kind of shows is, I don't know why I just yawned there, I don't know, I just had a cup of coffee. <laughs> uh, the thing with, the thing with, with a lot of anime, and if you watch anime, you understand how this works, the characters with, with the most design work and the characters that come back and end up being main characters in the show. Yeah. Chibi or Chibity, whatever. Chibity. Chibity, uh, is definitely a fucking main character, just flat out. When we just based like, on how he looks, based Even on his design alone, his design, he looks like a fucking first draft of Space Dandy. Yes, he does. Uh, yeah, he really does. Jesus, Christ. he really does. He uh, has like he has like this crazy like lion's mane of blue hair with, with a little pink, pink in thing in the front, and he wears he wears like this tasselly jacket. And a red t-shirt with a big star on it. And it's just like, who who thought this was a good idea? Who so was like, funny, yeah, like they, that looks they like America. Out, like, and they, they, they show us like what Neo-America looks like. And it's a giant star. There's, it's a giant star, and then there's a massive Statue of Liberty in the middle of it. Yeah. Uh, but he's, of course, he's, he's, he was a kid from, from the Bronx. Uh, <laughs> and he, he, people, like, he was fighting in the streets, and people were like, Oh, this kid's got potential. Let's take him to the colony. Uh, and he became a boxer because he, he apparently he just knew how to fight since he was a little kid. His his backstory is really dumb. <laughs> so so he's Rocky essentially. Essentially, yeah, he's a, he's, he's essentially a Rocky Aladdin in anime form. Okay. Uh, so episode three. But they fucking just they fucking oh, like just killed like two people. They straight up killed two people in, in this episode. By the way, like that's like. We we can't let's not talk about that. They just straight no, they straight up murdered some guys, and then they the didn't even didn't even come up again. They're just dead. And some guys well, are just is, dead. The thing is, like, because I actually read the, the Gundam fight rules, and one of the rules, they can destroy shit, and there's like no consequences as long as you're a Gundam fighter. Yeah, because Earth is essentially just a piece of shit that people fight Gundams Earth, on. Now. Earth, the, the thing, Earth is the battleground. Like that's the, yeah. the fucking like you you can literally fight. Anyway, Anywhere. and there's no repercussion. Fuck up anything, destroy anything, and it's fine because it's part of the Gundam fight. Uh, so we got episode three. Uh, we get our first glimpse of the Dragon Gundam from China, Neo China. Uh, Domon meets some monks who hold Rain hostage and talk in unison like some creepy fucking twins. Domon goes on a buddy cop adventure with an annoying little Asian boy who sells him out to a gang. The gang strings up Domon like a side of beef, but he manages to escape. Him and the boy fight after we find out that the boy is Sai Sai Chi. Domon is no fair, bro, and their fight ends in a draw. So Sai Sai Chi is possibly the most annoying character in the series. Yep. Uh, I really don't I'm like still his very character. I'm sure if Sai Sai Chi is a boy or a girl. Yeah. Um, he looks he looks like an like a Chinese version of Sasami from Tenchi Muyo. Yes. Like he even the eyes, everything like face. He looks just like every Sasami. Of, yeah, every bit of Sasami is in Sai Sai Chi. Which he is looks like, like a mix of Sasami and Wu Fei from Gundam Wing. <laughs> if if Wu Fei and Sasami had a kid, it would be Sai Sai Chi, and he would scream "No fair, bro!" at everything they fucking did. Yeah, I don't. I hate that they like they make him say "bro" all the fucking uh, no, time. No fair, bro! And his voice is like that. It was like annoying and hype. Ah, uh, no fair, bro! Uh, he's supposed to like. I, I get it that he's like a kid, but like, come on. 
Uh, no fair, bro. Uh, and I'm just like, please, please, Domo, and just kill him. But his Gundam's fucking cool as shit. Okay, so the Dragon Gundam is possibly, like, the coolest out of the G Gundam designs. Um, its arms just, are literally it's two arms, dragons. Its arms are, are dragons that extend and fucking, like, ah, oh, so cool. They can breathe fire and shit. No fair, bro. <laughs> and it's given to this fucking little whiny brat of oh, a fucking... Oh, and Sai Saichi is ugh. the club ace, by the ugh, way. Club ace of the, the hand, right? The shuffle the shuffle group? The shuffle alliance. The shuffle alliance, it was called. Okay. So, uh, episode four, we meet George Desand and the Rose Gundam from Neo-France. The Jack Domon... and a Diamond. Yeah. Not the Jack uh, of Diamonds, Jack and Jack Diamond. of Diamond? Jack up a diamond. <laughs> Domon straight up butts into a fight between George and some other country, fucking wrecks the other dude with a sword to the face, and George says something about chivalry, calls Domon a savage, and dips. Uh, the, fr- the princess of France, Marie Louise, wants to get straight pounded by George, but he only cares about fighting, so she <laughs> pretends to be kidnapped by Domon and runs away. Domon actually keeps her from getting fucked up by some, by some thugs from the country he ruined earlier, and he agrees to go along with her kidnapping plan and locks Rain in a bathroom. Uh, him and George fight, but the fight's a draw after George stops to save Rain and Marie Louise from getting crushed by the Eiffel Tower. Domon wrecks Rain and tells her he'd only save her if she was a princess. So, we actually never find out what the hell that country was that, that George was fighting. I'm a, I'm a, uh, yeah, we never find out. It's a dude, he has like a weird gold spider tattoo. He's a big black dude, he has a weird gold spider tattoo on his arm. It looks like some militant company c- country. It yeah, might have been definitely. like It, it might have been Cuba, because it had one of those like kind of castro-esque hats that you know what you actually might be right it might be cuba uh they'd never say um also uh george his character design is amazing (laughs) he looks yeah his character is real he has his hair sticks out a good foot and a half from his face he looks like uh what the hell was that what what cyborg was that zero zero nine the one that could uh the one that could fly i don't know Uh, fuck he looks like him. If you took you know him and about, right? if you took him and Karama and put them together, that's what you that's what you get, yes. George. Um, but like he's he's a noble he's a noble noble, noble fighter. Yeah. Uh, his gun uh, was kind. Of, his gun was, again. This is main character. His gun was really cool. Like it's based yeah. on Napoleon, but like it, it. I mean, it looks like if you look at it, you're like, oh yeah, that's Gundam for France. Like if you look at it, you be like, yeah, that's the French Gundam. But he like has he has a, like the little rose fucking things, rose bit things. I think that's what so cool. That shoot lasers and create like a an electric net that you can't move in. And then yeah. he also has he also has like a, a fencing a fencing sword. I can't remember the name of that sword in specific. It's a foil, a fencing foil. He has a mm-hmm. he has one of those. And so then he has so I, this, this. I don't know if this was an animation mistake or not. When they show him with with the fencing foil the first time, it's an actual fencing foil. When he's fighting Domo, it turns into a laser version. Oh yeah. So does he have two or like? Was I think it like might. Maybe mistake? it just can turn into a laser. I don't know. He has roses that come out of him and shoot lasers. So uh, fucking who knows? Uh, I will say I like George's character. Uh, I also hated the princess. Her voice was the most annoying thing in the world. Yes. Uh, um, and she straighted. She straight up wanted to get pounded by George, and George wasn't taking the hit. And I feel like George is, like, a good, like, maybe five years older than her. Yeah. I want to see some, like, some, like, Griffith and Charlotte shit go on between them. No. 
And then he gets locked up in a dungeon and tortured for two years, and his friends break him out, and then he sacrifices all of them to be, be a demigod. All right. <laughs> so, That's my AU. Now we get to episode five, which we were introduced to like probably one of my favorite main characters in the show. Okay, so Domon just straight up wanders into Russia, gets arrested, beat up by the cops, then he escapes after breaking the dude's arm. Uh, a big-ass Russian dude, Argo Golsky, we find his name is, uh, stomps his ass, and then Domon gets thrown into prison. Uh, he finds out Russia has been throwing Gundam fighters into the Gulag and making them work while taking apart their Gundams and using them to further their Gundam technology. Domon fights with Argo during lunchtime, knocks out a guard, steals his gun, Argo saves his ass from getting shot, and tells him they can break out tomorrow. Domon, his roommate, and Argo break out after lighting some shit on fire. The fuzz chases them onto a lake, and the Gundam fight begins. Shining Gundam gets an arm ripped off, Russia takes a crush to the head, and the fight ends in a draw. The nameless Rumi walks off, and we find out he's a Gundam fighter. Uh, so we meet Argo, who is probably one of my favorite of, like, the Shuffle Alliance. Who he is He's a badass. Black, he's the Black Joker, which is why I chose, like, his his thing for my little name for the show. But, like, he's fucking... His Gundam's cool as shit. He's also two feet taller than fucking Domon. Everybody. He's literally, like, eight feet tall. Yeah. Uh, but... He also looks like a Guilty Gear character. So, uh, yes, yes he does. So this is, like, I love... I love the, the try to make everything seem like it's in the future because, like, instead of him just having, like, regular handcuffs... He, he has, has like, laser handcuffs. He has, he, has, he has the steel braces, but the chains the braces. are lasers. The chains are lasers. <laughs> he has laser cuffs. They couldn't uh, just put a bunch of chains on him because he'd break them because he's so strong, so they had to have laser cuffs. Which, I... How strong could a laser cuff be? I don't know. Um... But I love that Russia is so fucking cool. Like he has, he has a fucking mace for his for his weapon because everybody else has like swords and shit. Yeah, this is a mace that literally comes out of his shoulder and makes a laser chain out of the sword base. Yeah, it's That's so cool. Fucking baller. And he has one of those big Russian hats on his Gundam too. Yeah, his Gundam's uh, just big. I love that that Russia is essentially like, oh, there's a big gulag and we capture. Gundam fighters and throw them in the fucking gulag and make them work at these work camps and we put them in these vests that make them look like they pass their tuning exams and it's just like okay cool like good job stereotyping Russia we get some good uh we get some good character background for Argo well not like super deep but we get some decent character background for Argo I mean he's he's Uh, pretty cool he was a space pirate space pirate and it's for to to not turn in his crew uh, he became he became the Gundam fighter for Russia, but he's also because he's a space pirate. He's a prisoner for life. So like if if you look at his his character design, he has like this cross thing with the silver button in the middle. That's a bomb. He has a bomb strapped to his chest because drum, they can just a, like blow his ass up. Yeah. So if if he falls online, they can literally just kill him. Also, that uh that hot Russian lady cop was pretty sweet. Yeah. Oh my god, with the green hair and shit. Yeah, and that writing crap. Yeah. Hell yeah. I was yeah. about it. I was all about she could lock, it. She could lock me up in her gulag. That'd be sweet. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, let's let's get into a bit of the uh, the thematic elements of this series. So, this is uh, this is a pretty standard, like, battle anime. It's it has that, has that sweet 90s aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's big-ass robots that fight. They fist fight and sword fight. This ain't no, like... 
oh, okay, cool. This is like we're we're fighting, we're fighting because it's a war, and we have to like we have to make sure that everybody is like dead on the other side. No, I mean, they're fighting just, to prevent war. <laughs> they're fighting to prevent war, and they're fighting to like rule the other countries. But in essence, it's just it's a dude trying to find his brother and beating up everybody in his path. That's it. It's a great fucking show. It's a fun <laughs> show. It's so much fucking fun. It's stupid fun. Like like if you want to watch like a really stupid fun anime, this is it. But and this is like this is like a staple for mech anime now. Like this is definitely a fucking staple. This, Gundam itself is like the cornerstone of mech anime. This is so a this series is like a staple series you should watch out of Gundam. Of deep manly passions. Nothing stands in the way of two men fighting in their Gundams. I will I will tell you with 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 complete honesty. Uh, for the longest time, I wanted to get Domo's King of Hearts crest as a tattoo. Oh, that'd be so cool. Part of me still wants it. <laughs> I, I don't blame you. This series is great. Like, um, if I could find, I, like, four of the people to get, like, the other tattoos, I'd be like, fuck yeah. Like, oh, I'd, Jesus. I'd, I'd be so fucking down. They, <laughs> um, they actually I, cover I'd, a lot I'd of, like... So proud of, so, I'd wear it so proud of some cons. And, like, somebody'd be like, oh, yo, God. G Gundam, like, fuck yeah, dude. Let's talk about G Gundam for a while. Let's go. I'm gonna get the, I'm gonna get the Black Joker on my butt. Oh, my God. <laughs> This 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 is definitely a, like a tropey series though. It it covers all of the bases. There's a love interest. Uh, there's a revenge plot. Uh, dude's brother runs off and then becomes one of the main antagonists. Um, doesn't he? He he ends up he's he fighting for Germany. Is uh, that what that was? I believe so. Because he's wearing that stupid ass mask and it's a German flag. I think. Yeah, let me let me see right? real quick. Let me look but while we're sitting here we, talking. Five episodes in, we haven't even met the main antagonist, who is uh, Master Asia, undefeated in the East. Um, Kyoji. Yeah, Kyoji, who is Domon's brother. Um, we also don't get any of like the super epic speeches from Domon when he fucking destroys motherfuckers. But like, oh, I love this series so much. It's such a fun Gundam series. There's so much to it where it's just like, a lot of people will just kind of like write it off because it's cheesy, but like that's kind of the part of the charm is it's super cheesy. The the dialogue is hilarious. It's really poorly written. The character designs are really stereotypical and kind of honestly offensive. But the series is fun. It's a fun series, and that's the whole point of as to why it's kind of like held this kind of niche following forever is that it's fun. Who who doesn't like watching it? Mm-hmm. Did you find that shit for uh, for I'm still looking. Uh, yeah, he is. He is yeah, uh, it's uh, Schwarz Bruder, who's the Gundam fighter for Neo Germany. Yeah, uh, uh, and that's and he yeah, was actually brother. like he was actually so when we meet Schwarz, like throughout the he he pops up a, he pops up a lot through the show as we meet him the first time, um, but he's actually like training Domon to become a better fighter so he can actually yeah. kill him at the end because like the. The uh, it was the ultimate Gundam. Then be like it when it crashed to Earth. It, it's AI got fucked up, and it became the Devil Gundam. Uh, and it like took over uh, Kyoji's brain. <laughs> uh, oh, so like yeah. a little bit of like free will he had left to use to like make make it like another persona in his mind. Uh, and like gets, train Domo so it could kill him. It gets real weird. It's it, it's a fucking space opera, dude. This, it this gets real really weird. weird, but like also, it's, it's fucked up. Like, cause his dad and his mom, like, was well, his dad and and Kyoji worked on worked on the Gundam when it was like just like a Gundam they were making. Uh, yeah, and then like his dad got killed, 
and then his mom got shot, uh, and then, like, they made Kyoji take it to Earth to keep it away because, like, Neo Japan wanted to use it to, like, take over all the other colonies. I like that Schwarz is a master of, quote-unquote, German ninjutsu. Yep. There's there's so much, like, goofy shit to this whole... This whole fucking series. Oh, I completely forgot about this. Uh, the Gundam for Neo Sweden is uh, a, a Gundam and a Sailor Fuku. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, fuck, what is her name? Uh... Uh, Alan Alan B. Beardsley? Alan B. Is the only female fighter to make it to the tournament. She has a Gundam and it's in a Sailor Fuku and it's amazing. She's like all about fucking, uh, she's all about Domo, isn't she? Like when we meet her? Yes. Uh, also we have the, uh, the Bull Gundam from Spain. Yeah. Uh, there's a Fish Gundam. I can't remember what country that's from. The Mermaid Gundam? Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, there's the Jester Gundam, which is Neo-Portugal, and it's, it literally looks like a Jester and has little stretchy arms. Uh, yeah, we have so the yeah, Grizzly I'm, I'm Gundam, looking, which is I'm a Lumberjack Gundam from this, Canada. I'm looking at more of the stuff from um, the Gundam. Apparently there's a thing called the D- I don't, I don't remember Hurricane some of Gundam, anime, which is the, the Windmill Gundam. Uh, uh, we have the Zeus Gundam, which is, oh, I believe, Greece's. God. And it looks like Zeus. It has a toga, a beard, and wings. Stop. And it also rides. It also rides with a robot horse named Hercules. Well, I mean, and the Master horse... Asia has the fucking the what is it called the the D horse? No, the G the horse. horse. I'm sorry, the, the fucking horse G horse. Are controlled by horses too, and it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. They they also get inside the fucking little like the, the little uh, what the fuck the uh, the mad the mobile trace system. Oh god, Neo Norway gets a Viking Gundam, Neo Sweden gets a uh, gets a noble Gundam, and it's a Gundam with heels and then a Sailor Fuku. So uh, I, was looking, I was looking at more stuff for for fucking for Alan B. Oh my god, because uh, I, I remember I remember the part where she turns evil. So I forgot that this shit, shit with the Devil Gundam where it can like put its like its its cells into another Gundam and make control of the pilots. I forgot about that. So the Mermaid Gundam is from Denmark. Uh, and instead of looking just straight up like a mermaid, it looks like a Gundam if you put a Gundam in a fish suit. Yes, I remember that Gundam. Oh, God, the Tequila Gundam looks so cool. Tequila Gundam is so... Like, <laughs> so like cool. I was like, the name is what makes it dumb. The name itself is just what makes it dumb. The design it is was, great, but the They name changed it to so the Spike Gundam in, in North America, but it was called the Tequila Gundam. <laughs> it, has a, it has a mustache, a sombrero... And then it also, it also has like cactuses on its shoulder. <laughs> oh God, I forgot how amazing these guys look. If you if you listen to this episode, just look up these Gundams because they're amazing. They yeah, look no, so just, just, fucking okay, funny. Okay, literally go go on the Gundam wiki and look up G Gundam, and you can actually find a list of all the Gundams that we see in the show. Alan B's character design is actually fairly normal. Yeah, she's just wearing like a blue bodysuit, and she has like a pink vest and pink shoes. Her 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 her, her trace system little costume is cute. A little got a little bow on it. Uh huh. She okay. Oh, Jesus. Her her face though. Did you ever see like those how to draw manga books that you get in like Scholastic book fairs? That's what her face looks like though. Yes. <laughs> like the at least at least the picture they used for her thing on the on the wiki. That's what her face looks like. Yeah. No. That totally. Oh Jesus. 
<laughs> oh man, you can actually they they have they have some models of the Noble Gundam that you can buy Ooh. to make because that's one of like the few actually feminine Gundams. Yeah, because I mean there's there's like little to no female Gundam pilots. Like Rain at the end of the series uh, pilots a Gundam with Domon, but that's like it. Yeah, and don't they have like a love love attack too? Yes. Oh God. There's like Super a thing funny. where they like make out and shit and like, and like naked inside the fucking Gundam. Reminds me of uh, the Fifth Element. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. So G Gundam. Holy. We love shit. it. It's the shit. You should probably watch it if you like corny, cheesy '90 anime. Um. Yeah. So I guess it's, we, we it's, got. It's a good time. It's 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 stupid fun. You don't have to pay much attention to it. Just enjoy it. It's really fun. Yeah. Just turn your brain off and just watch it. It'll be good. Uh. So we got. God. We got she questions. looks so much like. She looks so much like that fucking, how to draw manga thing. I'm so upset about this. <laughs> you just this. can't. You just can't look at her. You're like, ah, oh, Jesus. Alan Alan B Beardsley, which is a dumbass name. Yeah, no, I'm totally looking at that picture right now. I, I just posted it's, something it's, on the Twitter not... account. Jesus. Uh, it is 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on April 16th. If you go on the Twitter account, you will see these two pictures side oh, by side. God. Jesus. Um, all right. <laughs> well, okay. Jesus Christ. I can't. I'm looking at it, and it's so fucking funny. It's, oh, my it's God. that bad? I'm going to go re-blog, retweet this Holy right now. Holy so, um, what are some more? We, we got some questions, right? We have a lot of questions this week. Uh, cool. <clears throat> let's let's get let's go at it. So, first question this week, uh, and this was a, this is this is actually a really old question that came from our, our master sheet of questions we have, uh, and it is from Derek Littlejohn. And their question is: Who are your favorite non-main characters in G Gundam? Uh, I have to say, Rain. Rain is probably my favorite. She's a main character, though. She's uh, in every episode. That's true. Favorite non-main character. It's probably Alan B. I always thought her character didn't get enough screen time. Yeah. Uh, for me. God, non-main character probably. Um. I kind of want to say Master Asia. Really? Yeah. Like I mean, <clears throat> like he, he's in maybe like like five episodes in the series. But, but like, he's like he's like the main bad guy. But he's in like five episodes, and that's it. Like like the, okay, well if, if we can't count Master Asia, uh, how about how about Chico Rodriguez from Neo no, Mexico? No, um, Chico Rodriguez or Wong Jung Fat. Wong Jung Fat was pretty sweet. Huh? If I can't if I can't pick Master Asia, probably uh, who who the fuck would I pick for this? Because there's that you meet a lot of characters in the show. How about the, the Chibity was... the Chibity Gals? How about them? I actually really like Chibity Gals. Uh, it, it pro- probably Alan B for me though. Like because like I I wish her character would have intro- would have got introduced a lot earlier. Yeah, I feel like she would have been. It would have been more fun to have like more actual female characters in the show. Yeah, because she's in maybe like three episodes. Yeah, but she but she gets a lot of screen time in those couple episodes she's in because she's always with Domon. So she I mean, totally just wants to be with Domon, which which sucks for Rain because she gets real fucking pissed off. Yeah, but those seeds are so much fun. I love love triangles in anime because it's always the same shit. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um. So thank you for your question, Derek. 
Dex boy. Uh, our next question comes from Mo Wilson, and he asks, "How do you feel about video games being made into anime and vice versa?" It depends on how good both of them are. I feel it, like both of them have to be good, otherwise it's not going to be good. It depends on how it's handled as well. Like, like for, like take Gundam for instance. Gundam has been made into like it's been made into fighting games. And it's been made into like Dynasty Warriors types of games. Those games are perfect for Gundam. An RPG would actually be pretty okay for Gundam as well. An MMO uh, would be pretty sweet. Oh fuck yeah! But like for it has to be something that that kind of relates to what the show is about. Like uh, what's what's another one? Like I mean they, the, they did they the did Persona an, like, games. The Persona games. I, I was about to say because Persona Four. Well, Persona has done. They've done. They did three movies for, for Persona Three. There's two anime series for Persona Four, and there's an OVA for Persona Five. Yeah, I'm sure as hell they're gonna make an anime for Five because every cutscene in the fucking game is an anime cutscene. Huh? Like they fully voice acted anime cutscene that's in that's in the Atlas. Game. Atlas is fucking crazy. Um, um but, but at the same like, time, like I, it, it, it all depends. Like it all depends how they how they handle it. Like there's some there's some video games that I do not want to be that I do not want to see made into anime. Like I don't want to see. Like, like there's a solid. puzzle. There's a puzzle in Dragons anime. It doesn't need to be a puzzle in Dragons anime. There's a puzzle in Dragons anime. I forgot about that. Um, yeah, I'm just like I feel like if if both things are very very good, then it's okay. But if one is not as good as the other, it's just not worth it. Like how like, po- Pokemon was made to anime and it worked because Pokemon's yeah. a very Pokemon is like a multimedia franchise. But like they took they took the main character, the silent protagonist. Gave him a really shitty personality and made him oh, suck. Jesus. But it spawned a 20 <laughs> something made year him, old. Gave him a shitty series. personality and made him suck. So, I mean, it's, it, it depends. It all depends on how you handle it. But sometimes it's good, sometimes it's, it's, it's so. You, you can't just say it's either good or bad because it's, it's, there's so much to it that, that makes yeah. it either good or bad. I mean, like, but, the Devil May Cry yeah. anime was okay, and, like, the games are pretty good, so, like, that worked out okay. Yeah. It's it's a hit-or-miss kind of thing. Like, there's a million Dragon Ball Z video games, and those all fucking work. Because all yeah, fighting games. all shit. And all yeah, the GBA ones were, were action JRPGs, kind of. That's all Dragon Ball is, is fighting. Yeah. So, I mean, there you go. Uh, I mean, they can make dating sims out of any one of these games, and it would fucking work. This is, but. This is very true. Like you can take anything with with a multitude of characters and make a fucking dating sim. Like that's that's the easiest thing to do. A monster moose made dating sim. Oh my god, I'm sure that exists. <laughs> I'm sure. I'd pl- I would play the shit out of that. I hope, uh, I hope we answered your question. I hope we answered your question. Uh, the next question comes from Danny Saya on Twitter, and he asks, "I don't like anime. Is there a show for me?" Uh, yes. I can flat out. I can flat out say yes, because there's, there's, there's a show for everybody. But like, if, if you like, don't like anime, um, it, if for one, it depends on what stuff you do like. People talk about anime as it, as it's like this over encompassing genre of things, where like anime is just a style. Anime whereas, is the medium. Like, there's so many different fucking stories and like other shows, and I mean, they're like as many different variations of anime as there are movies, pretty much. Yeah. Um, 
But if I mean, if you want us to give you like some recommendations, G Gundam for one, it's easy. It's extremely easy to digest. It's fifty episodes. You can watch through it in like a week. Um, Cowboy um, Bebop. Cowboy Bebop's a very very accessible starter anime series. Yeah. The, uh, it's a it's a diverse universe. There's not really any ties to it being like a tropey anime. There's. Cowboy awesome was a characters. very was a very different anime for 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 its time period, but it's it's fantastic. Like that's that's a that's an anime that's a classic, right? There. It's considered by many to be like perfect. So, and I would agree with that. I would say yeah. that it is a perfect series. Yeah, I definitely would agree. You don't uh, need to know anything about Japan for it to work. You can just watch it, enjoy it, and it's good by itself. Uh, I'm trying to think of one more. What's what's one more? Um. If you want to get into a different kind of genre and you want to get into like FMA, dude, Full Metal Alchemist. Full Metal Alchemist. Watch Brotherhood. Don't watch. Don't watch the original. Yeah, watch, watch Brotherhood. Brotherhood. Uh, don't do that to yourself. Um, uh, watch like Sailor Moon. Shit. Watch, watch, watch the dubbed version. Do not watch Crystal because Crystal is really weird. Uh, there's a lot of animation problems until they get to like the third season. Watch yeah. the original Sailor Moon. Watch the Deke dub of it do not oh watch the God. sub watch the dub uh and just enjoy it it's enjoy it for what the fuck it is just the show just came watch, out in the early 90s watch some samurai pizza cats yeah samurai pizza cats <laughs> is actually all it's actually all on crunchyroll i love uh, samurai pizza cats i found you, out the head on crunchyroll and i was like fuck now i want to binge you, this if, oh god i could binge samurai pizza cats real hard that was a definite favorite of mine That'd be a fun uh, throwback if episode. You, if you want to watch something really weird, watch the Mar Pizza Cats. But there's there's an anime for everybody. I would love to like. I, I that's still something I want to do on the show is get somebody who's never watched anime before, who doesn't really know much about anime, to get them on the show, get them to watch an anime series with us. I think I can find somebody for that. Uh, if you can find somebody, we'll do it. I think I think I, I'll see what I can pull together, but I'm, I think I can find somebody for that. I feel like it'd be a lot of fun. That'd be really fun. That'd be really good to do. Like just to have just to have one person that isn't super into anime and they just wanna they wanna get into it but they do not know. That me, way don't know we can prove that like our that. recommendations work, Kevin. Yeah. I mean but the the thing is like like we, there's people that, that listen to this and they've watched some of the shows that we've that we've watched because they aren't like they weren't super into anime and stuff and they watched it, they're like, Oh yeah, this was really good. Good. We're we're doing we're doing God's work out there, Kevin. Doing God's work. Doing God's work. Uh, so I hope we answered your question. Um, if you if you do watch any of this stuff, um, let us know. Let us know what you watched and what you thought about it. Yeah, let us let us know if our opinions are shit because I like because, arguing I mean, with people on the internet. I, I like to I like to hear back about stuff that we like recommend or we watch on the show. Like like if you really like, which is like why which is why I always like reading Rachel's comments on the, on the episodes. Uh, but like if you I, if you. If you actually like listen to this and you really want to comment on it, send us stuff like reply. Yeah, like, man. Send us tweet at us or reply on the SoundCloud or like. I enjoy feedback. Write us a review I enjoy on, the comments. on iTunes. I enjoy hearing what people think of of what we're doing. I also really really enjoy arguing on the internet. So if you want to come come at me, come at me on the internet. What's Let's up? Go. <laughs> I'll fight you over the internet. I'll tell you your wife who fucking sucks. Yeah. What are you gonna do about it? Nothing. Right, it's right the internet. within 140 characters at me. That's good. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and our final question this week comes from our good boy, Coffee Condor. Coffee Condor. Uh, Bryant asks, 
what are some more obscure anime and manga you really you don't really get an opportunity to talk about, but you highly recommend? Are you going to set me up like this again, Brian? You going to set me up like this again? <laughs> uh, what's some really obscure anime and manga that I don't really get to talk about? Flamereka is one with mon- one manga. I, I that... shield 21. Huh? I, I shield 21. <laughs> but Flamereka <laughs> is definitely one. Uh, that shows that that manga and that shows really fucking old. It is but old. It, was like, it, it is very good. though. It's extremely good, and like nobody ever talks about it. Like I brought it up to you once, and you were like, "Flavor Record, yeah." And I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, I know what that is. I, shit. I, I know, I know one other person that knows what Flavor Record is, and we like that. We bonded over that shit. Obscure and <sighs> it's hard for an anime to be obscure nowadays because there's always you can always find somebody else who likes the series. Ah. <sighs> uh... I can't really I don't think know, of anything I li- like, I like it's weird because it's it's somewhat obscure, but like it's it's out there. It's mo- probably Monster Musume. Like I, I, I fucking love Monster Musume. I love the manga. It's really funny. It's oh, extremely I gotta, funny. I manga. Um, I I had caught up and I read all of this last year, but I've never really heard anybody talk about it before. Hmm. But um, Vagabond, which follows the life of Musashi the Swordsman. It is amazing. It's really, really well drawn. The art's really, really, really well done. It's done by the artist who did Slam Dunk. That series is really fucking good. If you haven't have read it, I would. It. It's so good. And then another series that I read that I had just recently heard about, but I never really heard anybody talk about it, is a Vinland Saga. So it's a fucking Viking manga that has essentially filled in the void that Berserk has left in my heart. Ooh. So it's a it's a super gory and like awesome just really crazy Viking manga and it's actually like somewhat historically accurate and they actually have some like historical points in the series uh, and it's really really cool and then about maybe sixty to seventy chapters in the story completely fucking changes the main character completely fucking changes and it is awesome. It takes, like, this really weird, like, sharp 180-degree turn, and the story is completely different, and it, it actually works really well, and it's a really good series. If you haven't read it, I would definitely read it. If you like Vikings and shit like Berserk, if you like Berserk, I would definitely read this series. It's so good. The art's um, great. The fights are awesome. The main character is a fucking little Viking boy who fights with two daggers and just fucks people up, and it's great. The only, other, the only other one I can probably think of, uh, it's not even like it's it's just old and nobody talks about it anymore. Probably Shaman King. Like if you want, if you want a very for for the premise of Shaman King, it's a very deep series. Uh, Shaman King was great, and the art I always felt that the art was kind of like it was way too cool for the time that it came out in. Yes, and you can see how like how much the artist's style improves as you get into like the other like the second half of the series. Um, but the manga, I mean, it's it's three hundred chapters, which is kind of short for a manga nowadays. Um, for how long like a lot of other stuff has been running, it stops back when I was at the end. It ended when I was in high school still. Um, and I, I actually still, ju- I actually just re- I actually, actually just reread it. it. I just reread the whole thing in like a I week. need to reread it. It was. And we, we we got to like I got back to like my my favorite character that's in Shaman King, and I was like this is fantastic because like the show t- the show not the show the manga because the show was really shitty the manga gets into like a lot of like really deep and existential stuff, um, 
like about like you know like the the ultimate enemy ends up being the main character's fucking uh twin brother which is yeah. like you find that out really early in really early in the manga but i was like and, and, and you have to come to grips with like you and the people that are like on your side that are fighting this dude are like have to come to grips with the fact that like this is this person's brother can separate the fact that they're two different people and like you know like this be a thing like like it became a very prevalent thing near the end of the manga where they were like how are you interacting with this person how do you like how do you accept the fact that this is your brother and shit? Like, it's fucked it's fucking awesome and it's the art style is so good and it, it spawned like really good video games the again the anime sucked because it did it pulled an fma and it did oh, some weird God. shit at the end i of wish it. i wish it would have been good if if they if if I wanted any anime to be redone, it would probably be for Shaman King. If I wanted any anime to be redone, it would be for Shaman King. And it sucks because it was one of those series that came out around the same time that like Naruto and fucking uh, One Piece started. When I was in like middle school. Yeah, and it was it like it could have been one of the big ones like that, but it just kind of fell off. It it was still in it was still in sh- in Shonen Jump. It was a Shonen Jump series. Uh, but like it, it just it just didn't catch because stuff like Naruto, Naruto, Bleach, One Piece, and Shaman King all started at the same time, and Naruto, Bleach, Naruto, Bleach, and One Piece took off so much harder. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. I I always thought that the art was really cool because it was different from everything else. That's another reason why I liked One Piece is just Especially like the when art. You look at like the, the art co- was different. Uh, the covers for Shaman King are fantastic. Yeah, the cover art for those for those manga volumes is fantastic his his art was always like the biggest drawing point to that series for me mm-hmm. it's a lot of very tribal influenced yeah which is really cool oh his uh, brother looks so fucking cool though how yeah yeah, yeah. how how is a fucking baller like that's uh like I, oh man I, I, I would love to just sit and talk about this talk about also this, this is probably like one of the more diverse series too <laughs> Yeah, Which I thought was cool. Uh, I mean, the series starts in series starts in Japan. The first antagonist is from China. Um, one of the main characters you meet is from America. Is a black kid from America. Uh, it's about Native Americans and shit. It's yeah, it's a very diverse series. So yeah, hope hope we answered your question, Bryant. I really hope we answered your question. I would love to talk about. Oh God, I want to talk about Shaman King with somebody so bad. Uh. I need to catch up on some manga again. I've been slacking lately. Me too. There's a lot of manga I've, I've, I've fallen off of that I need to catch back up on. It's it's, re- it's very easy for me to read at night because I just pull up on my phone and just just leave it there. Yeah, I read on the train on the way to work and the way home. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Don't, don't forget, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. If you listen to us on iTunes, uh, don't forget to leave... A review, like leave us a review, leave us a comment, because I check the reviews every once in a while. Five star um, that shit. Give us them five stars. Uh, if if we get enough reviews, we'll actually we'll actually end up trending on iTunes. And so yeah, we might get featured awesome. on iTunes, which would be really cool. Then uh, other nerds can listen to our stuff and then be like, "These guys have garbage ass opinions," and I'm gonna talk shit about them on the internet. Which I mean, which I would love. I would love for somebody to like say something back. Like like if like you I think said, our shit come sucks, at me. Say at something. Me. Say say some uh, shit. If you listen to if you listen on SoundCloud, leave us comments. Like, leave us yeah. comments about stuff we're talking about. We usually look at all of them 
and laugh about them because they're I'm, usually pretty good. Literally, I, I use I put it on Google Play just because I have an Android phone and it's really easy for me to listen to podcasts on that. Um, but I don't I don't know I don't think you can leave any kind of review on the Google Play podcast, which really sucks. Uh, but if you have it, I mean, listen to it on there. It I I I get uh, I get fucking information back and tell me where where people I, I can actually tell how many people listen in like certain cities and stuff like that. That's kind of cool. Like most most of our listens come from uh, the Midwest, obviously. <laughs> nice. That's where all the nerds are. Yeah. Next week we will be back with a very special guest and a very special topic. It's super secret though, so we'll uh, we're gonna hide it. It's gonna be really cool. I think you guys are really gonna enjoy this episode. It's gonna be uh, fun. It's gonna be really fun. It's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be very different from what we've done on the show, but it'll be fun. So please don't forget to send in your listener questions to shonentrashcast at gmail.com or using the hashtag shonenasks. And thank you uh, to Bryant and Elliot who have actually been using the uh, the hashtag already. Thanks, thanks guys. Appreciate uh, it. It's definitely awesome people are actually using it. Like, if you guys use it, like, I can actually, like, I can just click on it because there's not, all, there's literally our tweets in it, people that have used it for the podcast. So there's not a bunch of clutter and shit in there. So if you use it, I'll find your questions. Do that. It'll be cool. Uh, so I have been Shining Finger Vincent Perez. And I've been Black Joker Kevin Bobbitt. We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys. Oh